Editing is storytelling. They say that to be a good editor, you need to be good at storytelling. But how do you tell a story if your footage doesn't have any dialogue? That's what we're going to be talking about today on this episode. Stay with us. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the video editing podcast from Unsplice. Thank you for joining me. If you are on YouTube, we are currently live on YouTube and on Facebook now. We've branched out to Facebook and um, all being well, if this keeps working, we'll roll out to other social platforms as well. So if you're new around here, Unsplice helps you escape mundane work by training you to become a career video editor so that you can take back control of your time and say yes to work that you enjoy wherever you want to do it. Now, the focus of Unsplice's training is not about cutting one film only, which a lot of other training companies do, uh, but it helps you uh, learn all styles of non-scripted editing, including documentaries and commercials, preparing you for a life as a professional non-scripted career editor. So everything from the moment that you receive the footage to the moment of delivery, including how to find work that brings you joy and do that work to the best of your ability. So today we are going to talk about creating an edit and creating a story without dialogue. Is it possible to tell a story without dialogue in video editing? Well, Surely it must be. How many times have you watched a commercial, for example, and been glued to the commercial? There's a good chance that that commercial doesn't have any dialogue in it. It might have voiceover, which you can use if you're trying to sort of skirt around the fact that there's no dialogue in the, in the footage that you have to cut with, but there are most definitely ways to tell a story without any actual dialogue. So I've got uh, one, two, three, four here, four points to cover, um, and there are more, but our time is limited today. So I'm gonna give you the heavy hitters, um, the ones that I think will make the biggest impact rather than just, you know, some of the lesser known ones. Uh, well, actually these are lesser known ones, but rather than some of the more known ones, I'm gonna go with the lesser known ones, the ones that create the biggest impact from a professional editor's perspective. So to tell a story really is to go through, I mean, let's go with the old cliche. It's a beginning, a middle and an end. That is a story. So what are you doing when you communicate a story? You are creating a journey for the viewer. You are taking them through this process. The beginning, you're giving context, the middle, you're giving them the thing, and then at the end, you conclude and you wrap it up. And you're going on this journey 
through time. It's a chronological journey. Um, and so that is number one. How do you tell a story without dialogue? The first thing you should think about is create a journey. Now, that journey could be any number of things, really. Um, but if you think about, for example, the videos on social media where you have someone, they have their, their hand held out directly in front of the camera. It looks like it's shot with a phone. You have their hand held out. And in front of them is someone holding their hand, looking back and pulling them forward. You've seen these videos. They're everywhere. Why does that work? It's not because the person holding their hand is a cute girl or a cute guy, although that does help, obviously. But the reason is because we're being led. We're being led somewhere. We're being taken on a journey. That is why that opening shot works. And you keep watching it. Why? Because you know, you know this is going somewhere and you inherently feel a need to know where. You're curious. That is how you take someone on a journey. Create curiosity. Once you've created that curiosity, you have to pay off. You have to give a payoff and you have to, um, you know, give them the thing or give a reveal, give them some kind of conclusion to whatever that triggered the curiosity. Um, but that really is a journey in the most basic sense. Take the viewer either on a place or through a scenario or through time. Um, and you can do that without any dialogue. The shots that we just spoke about on social media, they normally have no dialogue, just a music track. Maybe there'll be, you know, some annoying, really, really annoying TikTok titles that are spoken by that AI, a speech generator. Um, that those, those videos still work without those um, AI-generated uh, voices. They were around way before that AI-generated voice came around. So how can you think about how you can create a journey and lead your audience from place to place? Now, it could be through movement. Um, it could be through things happening, the shots that are happening, um, leading from one to, the, to another, and creating this sense of progression. So rather than just having, if you had, for example, a holiday video with no dialogue, um, you would want to create a sense of journey. Now, a lot of the, t a lot of the times in the most, most recent sort of travel videos, they have loads of transitions and time lapses, and um, we have these videos made, of, made up of stills that go through different locations, and, you know, they go into a market and then they'll go into a market square, show some pigeons flying up, show a sunset, and then they'll go, you know, the camera will zoom and it will keep zooming and it'll go around and they're quite dizzying. And some of those are bad and they're terrible. And you're just like, oh my God, this just feels like you've just spent way too much time just doing time lapses and throwing on transitions and effects and spent way too much time in After Effects. Um, and all you've created is, is a video that just feels disjointed and uh, nauseating. And then there are some of those that actually you're like, oh, this is cool. This is interesting. You're going through and you want to keep watching. 
Well, the transitions and effects and the way that all of these are done, they use the same techniques. The less good ones are looking at the better ones and going, okay, how do I recreate that? And um, perhaps that's something that you are doing if you're creating travel videos. You're looking at the successful ones and you're trying to figure out what you like from that and recreate that. Now that's all good. It might look cool, but the only way you're gonna keep the audience watching is by taking them on a journey. And just by having camera movements moving in a certain direction, that is not taking someone on a journey. You have to create a um, clear progression between the shots, between um, each shot. You can't just have one from a market square, then go to a sunset, then go to a mountain, and then come back to inner city. And then, you know, it's not a highlights reel. The human brain doesn't, isn't really interested in a highlights reel. They want to be taken on a journey. They want to see progression, and that's the main thing. Have one shot relate to the next and see progression as you go through. Uh, and so think about that if you are creating travel videos and these um, sort of highlight um, highlights videos, have real think, really think about which shot should follow which and think about how you can take that person on a journey. So the next thing I want to talk about is keeping the viewer guessing. That's number two, how you can tell a story without dialogue. Keep the viewer guessing. So let's take it back to the same example we just had. We were talking about a travel video. Keep the viewer guessing does not mean having random stuff. Oh, now we're in the market square. Now we're watching a sunset. Now we're in a mountain. Um, because we still need this progression. But if you just have shots that feel the same, one after the other, da 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 da, da you know, we're on a street, city, and we're now in another street, and we're in another street, and we're in another street, and we're in another street, that gets repetitive and that gets boring. You need to keep the viewer guessing. Um, and the same goes with, you know, if you have a really interesting shot, you maybe go from um, a street view to a market, and then you see the market, someone in the market creating goods or selling goods, and then you know the camera goes somewhere else. If that it becomes formulaic, and then we're in the next place, where in you know we're in a I don't know on a beach, and then we go further down the beach, and then yeah, and we meet another street seller doing something else. If it becomes formulaic. And repetitive, that's when the viewer switches off. So that is how you can keep a tell a story and keep the story going is by keeping the viewer guessing. Don't have too many patterns or anything that is too repetitive because the viewer will switch off. So that's number two. Number three, how to tell a story without dialogue is to create tension. So by creating tension, you are essentially, you, you're looking to this in, innate, innate thing within us humans where 
we want to see things resolved. So if you're creating tension, you are essentially alluding to something happening, whether that happens or not. That is essentially what tension is. And if you're watching films, for example, the most obvious example of that would be by using music. And music would create tension. It will make you feel uh, feel this tension. And so you're like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Is the person going to get, you know, the person that's been snooping around that uh, office building, are they going to get caught? Whatever. You know, all the music really, really panders to that and creates that tension. But if you want to create it in your non-script, in your non-dialogue, stuff, then you essentially want to leave some things unanswered. So you could either create a series of shots that create this, um, this pattern, this expectation within the viewer. Um, so using the travel video explanation, let's say we start off by uh, you know, we do a wide of somewhere, then we do a mid, then we do a close, and then we focus on a person within that area, and then we're on to the next scene. Wide, mid, close, person, right? If we break that pattern, which we do because we want to keep the viewer guessing, then you've built this pattern into the viewer's brain, and they will expect something to happen. And if you are keeping this pacing, and then that doesn't happen, that creates tension, that creates this longing for the pattern that you have, that the viewer has gotten used to. It creates a longing for that pattern to be resolved. Let's look at, um, let's think about music, for example, which is built into us from birth. If I were to sing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, <laughs> then you'd really, sorry about my bad humming, by the way, uh, then you'd really want, you'd be really annoyed if I missed out the last note. <laughs> There's every part of you that just wants to hear that last note, finish it and resolve that pattern. That is how you create tension. If I was to sing that whole thing, but I don't want to put you through that again, you would feel tense, you'd feel this need to see a resolve. And then you'd wanna keep watching until you get that resolve. So that is creating tension. That is how you can tell a story without dialogue. Keep the viewer watching. Fourth thing on the list is something that we've already alluded to, is to use music to tell the story. Now, this kind of seems a little obvious, and yes, let's start with the obvious and then talk about the less obvious, but the genre, the style of music will obviously dictate a type of feeling and can create tension. It can tell a story um, purely just by the instruments that it is and the genre and the, and, you know, and the pitch, what, what chord the track is in. That's really obvious. But how about if, because these tracks are going to be, you know, three and a half minutes long or whatever. Let's say your edit is 30 seconds. So now you have three and a half worth of music to then 
Choose the bits that fit your story the best. So let's say we're creating an edit that's 30 seconds long and we want to create some tension and then a resolve at the end. So we would set expectation, we'd create this pattern with the music and create this sense of repetition. Then we would break that repetition because uh, that would then start creating tension. You've built up this expectation in the viewer's mind. And then if you pull that away, which is normally what happens in the bridge of a music track, throw in the bridge and they want, you know, you want to hear some resolve. You know that the pattern of the music, you can understand where the music is going. And then you can bring after we want the tension to wrap up. We bring in the chorus or the crescendo of the track, and that's the big reveal. Then we wrap up the edit, and if it's a commercial, we throw on the logo of the company. That is how you can tear apart a piece of music to tell the story that you want to tell. And that is all without using dialogue. Now, I've mentioned that these are only four things. There are a few uh, a few more things, quite a few more things actually, that you can do to tell a story without dialogue. If you're interested, there's going to be a live workshop on Friday, February the 24th, where you can learn these techniques and other techniques as well to tell a story without using dialogue. So that's for commercials, perhaps even music videos, fashion films, and social content as well. How can you tell a story without dialogue? Uh, so that's all within Unsplice Pro. If you're interested, head to unsplice.com forward slash pro to join. And before we go anywhere, I just wanted to let you know uh, that if you are thinking about becoming a freelance video editor, perhaps you are a freelance editor and you are looking for stronger work and you just don't know what to do next because it can be super, super overwhelming. That is the hardest part of becoming a freelance career editor. It's getting your first freelance gig so that you can get more. If you are in this position, then head to unsplice.com because right there on the homepage, you can sign up for a email sequence, it's five emails, and it'll run you through some of the things that, um, the, the order of things that are recommended for you to learn for the highest level of success as a freelance video editor. So you can go sign up, get the emails, and you can see where you are, tick the boxes of what you already know, and then fill in, make sure you, um, learn the things that you are unsure about so that you're in a better position, a more employable position as a freelance video editor. We have uh, in Unsplice Pro, Mike has managed to achieve those in three months. And so he has, he is working as a freelance remote video editor and it's 19 steps long. So if that interests you, then head to unspice.com and right there on the homepage, you will see an option 
to sign up and receive those five emails. Thank you so much for joining me today. And I look forward to joining, well, being with you next week. Uh, next week, we are going to be again live and we're going to be talking about what makes an edit good. It seems quite vague, but really what makes an edit enjoyable to watch. Okay. Thank you so much for joining me and I will see you next week.